Hey y'all, welcome back. Episode 42. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see who's all back tonight. We have another re- what round three of some pro wrestling going on. Um, so majority of this episode, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Uh, because I still don't know anything that's going on besides Vince McMahon jumping ship and whole, uh, Triple H taking over his job. Um, that's all I know because I texted Kevin about it. <laughs> um, but we'll jump into everything. Everyone, you know, guys, say hi again, introduce yourselves real quick, and then we'll dive right into the normal episode. Hi again. <laughs> hey, <everyone. laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Joe Mack here. I'm formerly in part of the Mush Squad podcast. Happy to be a part of the Manly Mushings tonight. Um, wait, wait, wait. Why did you say formally? Uh, not formally. Just a slip of word. Oh, we're still, I was about we're to still, say. We're still rocking. <laughs> we're, we're on a little hiatus. My, my co-host, John, uh, his wife, Cassandra, is about to pop out their second kid any day now. Oh, that's so congratulations to him. We took the last two weeks off, and we'll hopefully get back together first week of August. To nice, nice. Well, we Kevin and I have been talking about. It. We hope to get on with you guys soon enough too. Yeah, that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen in August, no doubt. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Cyrus, you're back. We don't. Yes, have I'm. Uh, is... <laughs> I'm Cyrus Johnson. I am. Uh, I used to work retail with Kev. I am a. Uh, I am a. Uh, I guess a mishmash of stuff. I. I I'm a wrestling athletic guy so I, I do a lot of ath- athletic stuff in basketball and golf for my main sports nice and of course the oh, man dear. that really does not need any introduction because this is his like 200th time on this podcast <laughs> and we only had 42 <laughs> episodes mr leland reed welcome back what's up everyone <laughs> is this number what number five now i believe this is five yeah number five yeah i just- love it Multiply it by 40 to make it sound better. Come on. Yeah. God, Kevin. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And everyone, for those that are listening, uh, this is Kevin out here, part of the Manly Musings podcast, round three of our wrestling pod. Super excited to get this going. It's going to be a fun one. Should be good. So let's dive in. Um, this is mainly for myself because I hate all these trade rumors that have been going around for the past 48 hours. Jalen Brown is the trade rumor for Kevin Durant, which if you're not a dumb Celtics fan and you're not living under a rock, you know that is the dumbest trade possible for either team, to be honest. So thoughts, because I I can just pop off it on this one and go for hours. So I'll let somebody else take the reins. Can you I, fill us in what like the actual uh, offer was? It I, was, like, was it just straight up for the two of them? No, it's Jalen Brown, Derek White, another Marcus role Smart. player, and then I think it was like two or three uh, first round picks over the next five six years, um, and it was just for a return of Kevin Durant. That's a lot of people for just Kevin Durant. It's a lot of people for somebody that can't win on his own. Hmm. Ouch. Do, you, do, you, the, do you know the biggest part of that merit is the reason that they really want to do it is not because they want they they want Kevin Durant that badly, but it's the trade value that Ke- Jalen Brown has because he has a year left on his contract, and the fact that Jalen Brown literally does the same thing as Tatum but is not as good at it. So now what happens Ooh. is 
Yeah, think 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 about think about it. Think about it, right? I, he he does he he he, work, he works in the same areas. They can't constantly have the ball on the floor. One has to be in the other section. One has to be on the other side. They can never be. They can never want to pick a roll together. No 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 you know no uh, pick and pops together. Nothing like nothing that they they could ever do together. Right? It's purely fast break or you know one guy gets a turn and another guy gets a turn. And this this kind of helps them out as far as the next couple of years of trying to at least getting a shot when they go to play in a Western Conference to say Tatum can play with Durant because Durant is a Durant can shoot twenty five shots and still get his and still get his stuff off. Jalen Brown is twenty five. I, I don't believe Kevin Durant cannot do that, and it's been proven time and time again. Yeah, but. but Merit, Kevin Durant, what Kevin Durant does that Jalen Brown doesn't is he stretches the floor. Right, but he also can't play defense on a team that is all known for defense. Right. I'd rather have somebody that plays defense and does not is not somebody that quits on his team. Let me ask you this question. 2022 Celtics made the NBA Finals and got washed by the Warriors. And would you two- rather have would you rather bring that entire team back? where Marcus Smart is going to be playing less time because now you have a point guard that can actually handle the ball in Malcolm Brogdon? Or do you take some of the assets that you have, the Marcus Smart, the Grant Williams, and the Jalen Browns, and go all in for Kevin Durant, where you're going to get 30 points a night from Kevin Durant, you're going to stretch the floor, which will have less people in the box for Tatum to do what he does best, the 16 to 18 foot jump shot and the layups and the dunks. And you go all in, you know, the head coach has experience working with Durant in Brooklyn. Tatum has experience working with Durant on the Olympics. They want a gold medal together. If the Boston Celtics want to try and win a championship in the next three years, it's going to be with Kevin Durant, not with Jalen Brown. Yeah, I don't believe that because the two games that didn't we work won, this year, it didn't work this year. The two games you <laughs> we won, who was your bleeding score? It was Jalen Brown. Of and course. Because, and I'll give Tatum, he played basketball for 11 months straight, basically. Very little time off. So I get that. But Brown played every side of that court. Back and forth. But do, did, but do, did not but man, stop. It's a, man, I'm not, not a nope, question. No, no, no. You're not changing my mind. I no, hate, no, I'm not changing your mind. I, just, I, I hate just Kevin to Durant at this point <laughs> because he is a, a ring chaser, hasn't won on his own has made it so far with some good players. And then we just went to a dynasty team and pulled a LeBron. He just said, I want these guys around me. I don't like and, that. And, here's, and, and, I, and I agree with that. But to go on to Joe point, we're going with Joe point is this, right? Right. I, he, he, can, he, can, he can go on to that team and that coach, Yudoka, can, is running parts of Golden State system, which basically he already knows. So now he, he doesn't really have to walk in. Yeah, he's running. He ran. He also runs a San Antonio Spurs. San, do, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think Steve Kerr is running in Golden State? Exactly. Oh no, he's changed that shit because he just throws no, no, but he's, but he's, but he's running. Place. But he's running parts of that system. Parts of that system is the San Antonio system. Parts of the part of Golden State system is San Antonio system. I would a say lot of, this, lot of the, this much at this point, probably. No, is, no, no, no. Yeah. No. A lot of, no. It, no. Team... Well, all right. If you go back and look at tape, I guarantee you go back and look at tape. A lot of a lot of PNRs, 
a lot of the dribble handoffs, a lot of the stuff that San Antonio does because of the stuff that they do because they don't have a just traditional big man. Wiseman coming in actually gives them that shot that they had with Duncan and it would have a lot of guys doing a dive and that, that the guy in a dip off in the corner. Now that they now that they have Wiseman, before they didn't have that. They didn't have traditional big man, so they ran a lot of the PNRs and a lot of dribble handoffs in order to clear that out, which is a lot of stuff that San Antonio did. That's why that's why everybody was so enamored. That's that's why when Harrison Barnes didn't get it together, they were mad because like Harrison Barnes was supposed to be that guy. A three and D guy sits in the corner, shoots, and makes it. And now he wasn't doing it. And they were like, Well, hold on, we can't win like that. That's why Kevin Durant comes in. He fits right in. He sat in the corner a couple of times. He didn't need to be touched, hit a couple of threes. By the time he had 20, he didn't know how he got it. And you had to play him. And then that just opened everything up for Steph and Clay. Yeah, no. Doesn't matter to me. I still don't anytime want. You have a chance, anytime you have a chance to add the third best player in the world in something, you do it. Nope. I, I agree. I don't. Eastern Thank Conference. you, Leland. Thank you, Leland. Yeah, I, I mean, anytime you can add one of the greatest natural scorers ever, you do it. See, and like, a... I don't care about ring chasing and shit like that. If my team's winning, my team's winning. That's all I care about. Here's the thing for me. If you are a good all-around basketball player, that matters to me. If you play defense, that matters to me. Kevin Durant does not sniff the top 20 in defense rating at all. He does not get back on defense. I like people that play defense. I like guys Are you talking about right now, Mary? The only question I would have is, are you talking about the guy that played defense that that played defensive goal? Or are you talking about the guy that went to Brooklyn that had to spend had to play almost forty minutes and had a guy in Kyrie Irving who barely wanted to show up to work? Are you talking I'm going about that guy? Whole career. I'm going across his huh? whole career. He's never been a defensive player. No, no, no. I'm again. I'm not saying that he's ever been a defensive player, but so he's been a decent defensive player. All he needs a defensive. All he needs is decent to be decent. You don't, need to, you don't need to be, you don't need to be overall. Also, better. our age, he's our age right now, about 33 okay. years old. I understand Jalen Brown is 25, 26 years old, coming off of his second year, uh, second contract with the Celtics, going into a year where he could potentially walk away or come back for really big money. I get that. Mm-hmm. Durant signed for what two, three more years after this, I think. Is that three? Yeah, three or two or three. He's got three. He's got three during the player optional. Okay. So he's still got time left. The biggest thing is you bring him in, great. Does that really change your odds? If you give up a lot. (laughs) No, no, no. But if you give up, if you go and give up what the Nets want is they want smart part of that deal. If you go and give that guy up, you lose a huge part of what that team is. But 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 Le- well, well, Leland, Leland and, and Leland and Kev and 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 Joe, let me answer the post question to you. Does Marcus Smart make that team better or worse? Because offensively, you're almost playing four on five because of his decision making. So yeah, I, you, I can you, agree to that. His decision making right. sucks. On occasion, Marcus Smart would go off for twenty five points. I think he had four or five 20 point games in the playoffs. That's the abnormality. You're bringing in Malcolm Brogdon, who's going to get you 22 to 25 a game every game during the season. 
And if you upgrade Jalen Brown to Kevin Durant, which Merritt, whether you think so or not, it is a upgrade position. Well, I know over- it, I 100% agree it's an upgrade. And as, I, as, as a, a Celtics, Celtics fan, fan uh, hate it. Right. But as a Celtics fan, did you hate the 05 upgrade of selling the entire farm for Durant and for Ray Allen? I mean, not Durant, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. No, because, because you gave up Al Jefferson, basically, and he was kind of and, and And a lot of young players. But Ray Allen didn't play a lick of defense. He just stood in the corner and hit his three. He actually did play defense. Come on. I give it that. It was the defense he played when he was younger, but he played something. I agree with me. He did so, play something. It wasn't the defense he played overall. Though. Right. So to me, like, yes, Durant is 100% a step up. Durant is almost a, a what we want Jason Tatum to be in a few years. Right. How do you coexist with two players that play the exact same style, which is what they play? They play very, very similar styles. And I mean, I it worked for the Celtics last year with the same coaching staff and one well, of the two it, people you're talking about. But you're, you're just upgrading two- the worst of the two. You listen with Brown. I don't think he's Tatum. the worst, though. I I think Jalen Brown. No, okay. I don't. I think they're this. I think they're oh. truly at an equal playing field. Tatum has a better mm. offensive side of the game with certain shot select, shot selection. Brown is more. I guess it's someone I heard someone call it more like that Kobe esque mentality of I'm going at you. Tatum's not that person. He's not going to go right at you. Brown will crush you. And that's what he wants to do. So I think it's an equal playing field. And does Durant have a little bit of that Kobe-esque? Yeah, a little bit. But I, and, and that's, I'm very biased because I, I love think. my Celtics. I don't want them to get rid of somebody love that. that's young and in their prime for somebody that's 33 by the end of the contract, it's going to be 36. And yes, he has a lot of miles on him because he's played so much, but he also has a lot right. of injury history too. Right. So there's a lot of factors in that. And we could probably just talk about this for a whole five hours. So we'll leave it at this. Well, I, don't, like, like, can I say one thing, then we'll just get off the, I just, just want to know, just from the, just from the coach's side, right? I'm looking at it this way. The coach's side of me says this. If I'm if I'm playing the Boston Celtics, the guy that I don't want to get hot is Tatum because if Tatum gets hot, he can do it from all he can he could do it from all way offensively. He can score, he can pass, he can do all those other things. If I'm if I'm coaching, I want Jalen Brown to get his off first because it's been shown that when he goes for twenty five or thirty, yes, they do win, but it's a harder win for them because not everybody gets involved, and that's why Marcus Smart. Has always been that other guy because Marcus Smart is always just is just a guy left open because they try to cover everybody else and Marcus Smart gets last of whatever it is. So again, I'm picking my poison. So I'm saying Jalen Brown, get your 25 or 30 because I know it's going to be a hard 25 or 30. I, I you know Tatum gets hot. You know you've seen he here for 55 and he barely broke a sweat and he was able to facilitate. It, it's just as as a coach, I would take. Jalen Brown do to, to do the bulk of the scoring on full well. He's not the guy that, that facilitates. He's a guy that likes to just score and dominate. But that's just me. 
Okay. I think well, before I feel go ahead, bad. Here. Sorry, Kev. This is my last point. I just feel bad for Jalen Brown. And I am a known Celtics hater. I enjoy when bad things happen to any Boston team, to be completely honest. That's true. Um, but I, I feel bad for Jalen Brown because every summer he goes through this. And it has to wear on you after a while that you never know if you're staying, if you're leaving. Um, so I, I just feel bad for him. Yeah, on this matter, I've, you guys have literally said everything that you could say on this situation already. <laughs> That's why I just was sitting back laughing because y'all are just going to go at it for years. Um, but the way I look at it as, as a non-biased partisan, you look at it as Kevin Durant, is he someone that fits the quote-unquote Celtics mode that Celtics fans want? I don't think they do. He does. But if you like you, Joe and Cyrus, you have mentioned skill wise, he would be, quote unquote, an upgrade over Jalen Brown. And yes, you give up smart. You give up uh, Williams. You can go ahead and find that somewhere else. You guys, I mean, it might be hard. You might be taking some chances, but you can go out and find those type of players with good recruiting and good scouting. So I don't think that would be if they were to ever do that type of trade. There would be nothing I, – I think there would be no problem for the Celtics to find some replacements. And because Kevin Durant is there, you would have players that would be drawn now to come to Boston because, wow, I get to play with Tatum, Kevin Durant as well, and I got a point guard that can get me the ball in Brogdon. Hell, yeah, I would go there. And then I look at it from – you mentioned it, Leland, about Jalen Brown. To How long does Jalen Brown want to play second fiddle? Does he want to be second fiddle forever? I feel like he's going to get to the point where he's like, you know, I'm kind of tired of this. I would like to see what I can do on my own. And if he were to go to Brooklyn, he would be the star in Brooklyn. And he could make a name for himself in Brooklyn because you know for a fact that Kevin Durant's trying to leave. They're going to need somebody that's going to take the wheel and run with it. Just like when D'Angelo Russell got traded to the Nets years ago. Like we need somebody that's going to take it. And I think Jalen Brown's capable of that person. So not saying that he should do that. Kyrie is going to yeah, well, he came out and said this week, I'll stay no matter, no matter what happens. Like, wait, what? Um, The only downside. Another other uh, topic that we can go. That will be here for hours. The only downside of both teams doing this trade is losing a lot with the Celtics defensively and certain aspects of your bench that you rely heavily on at certain points during the season, but also for the Nets, it's taking a huge risk on a player that could be a rental. You have to go into this trade and having that conversation with Brown saying, you're going to be here. We're going to sign you to a four year max contract. Cause that's all they would be able to offer him is four years. If he says, no, I'm not staying in Brooklyn and wants to go, say, back home to Atlanta and play with Trey and those guys where he's from, he's going to – he then that trade gets cut in half and you're done. So then your Celtics team of looking, okay, now we have to figure out what we're going to do with this team here and make that run again if we can. But It would have to, it would have to be a sign-and-trade with Jalen. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. But Merritt, last thing I'll say is if this does go through and – Next year, it's Durant and Brogdon. You're going to win the championship in the next year or two. 
Like you, in the three-year window, Durant would be a Celtic. If not four, you'll have at least one championship ring. And then we'll revisit this conversation. It'll be like wearing your Celtics championship T-shirt. <laughs> and on all Durant's face, like X'd out. I'll be like, I don't like them. I'll just put a Jalen Brown sticker over it. <laughs> I'm going to change my name to I told you Joe instead of I told you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. A um, little bit more of a somber news here with Mechie, um, the wideout for the Houston Texans, getting being diagnosed with leukemia. Um, so he will be missing the whole NFL season. It does sound like they caught it's like the most treatable form of leukemia, leukemia uh, eight. I think it's API, I believe is what it is, or APL. Um, so good for him to get this taken care of, take a step away from the game and get healthy. So hopefully speedy recovery for him. And he's also able to be back on the field, you know, relatively soon, getting staying in the shape that he wants to be and making a huge impact on that team next year because they're going to need something for sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say about the Texans besides I really hope Mechie gets healthy because I really wanted him on the Patriots. So I, I really hope he, he pulls it <laughs> off and he does like gets there. Um, big news from yesterday for baseball fans, big poppy. I don't care if you're a Yankee fan, a, a twins fan or whoever you are, everyone can respect big poppy. Um, man got inducted yeah. in the, um, um, Oh my gosh, <laughs> baseball <laughs> hall of fame yesterday. Um, to roaring, luckily, Mary's not doing a lot of talking this. Episode. Oh no, I'm done after this. <laughs> I'm, all he wants. I'm so, done, so done after this, I can't talk anymore. Um, so that's awesome for me. But my parents sent me a picture today. They before the Sox game tonight, they unfurled um, the 04, 07, and 2013. Uh, World Series championship banners on the field to commemorate Big Poppy. Oh yeah, oh, how's that 4 one feel? Yeah, I, got, I got, I have nothing but respect for Big Poppy, honestly. Yeah, like that, so that was everything big. between everything he did in 04 and 06 for the team, literally put both teams on his back, and then the whole post Boston Marathon bombing, kind of like <laughs> being the rally cry for that city. You know, are we are we allowed to curse on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we do when it he all said time. this is our fucking city, like that yeah. was, I get goosebumps to this day. So like, I remember nothing but respect. Much He's respect. a great yeah, player. I was all working at um, Nike at the time in college, and my buddy and I were out on the floor, and we had somebody watching the the Red Sox game because I think it was against the Yankees, right after, <clears throat> right after all of that. And they had said, Big Poppy's going to make a statement. And they're like, hey, Big Poppy's on. We both like bolted to the back room and watched it live on TV going, he just dropped the F-bomb on live TV and they didn't <laughs> catch it. Holy crap, this is amazing. Like, yeah, that was still like to this day gives me chills. So I just hope now. Uh, I don't think any, I don't think anybody cared when you dropped that F-bomb. I don't think everybody was, everybody was just. I think everybody was just happy that at that time we, as, as people started coming together, I don't think anybody really cared. It was just like, nope. you know, thank God somebody, you know, somebody put it in perspective. Like this is our city. This is our town, mm -hmm. you know, you know, totally F off to whoever else, you know, whatever. 
So, I right, Kev, I'm going to turn this over to you. I, I have like one other thing to say because we're on that point, but go ahead. Yeah, I see. I have it up on my phone now too, Leland. <laughs> yes, I have it up on my phone as well. And if Marshall, their team just wants to shoot threes the entire day and just miss mm-hmm. them, that would be great. Um, so we're that's missing that. them too badly. Yeah, bad. Like, like when you're at like your local rec center and the guys just throwing threes, that's how like bad they're missing them right now. Yeah, but yeah, this is the time that we've been waiting for. It is the wrestling pod part three. You know, we're as you guys have seen in the previous episodes, we're gonna get to our draft stuff. But I wanted to make sure we covered the main topics first of what's going on in the industry. And if you are a wrestling fan, oh wait, Merritt, are you not gonna share what your hat is? Because we forgot that portion of this show. Oh, I'm I'm just getting ready for vacation. So just I'm gonna be chilling over here. You guys All right. I'll go ahead. I'm gonna get working Love on my it. tan. Yes. Hey, <laughs> reason being we're together, well. It is one of the big four. It is SummerSlam weekend coming up, and we'll go over SummerSlam as well. But first off, we whoever's a wrestling fan, they all know, you know, the biggest news that came out last Friday at around 4 p.m., Vince McMahon announcing on his Twitter that he is stepping down and retiring, in which effective immediately, Nick Khan... And Stephanie, whoever wants to jump in first. HHH, yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. All I'll say is because I'm not one to try and get into controversy and stir the pot. Um, Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be having this podcast now if it wasn't for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. There wouldn't be an AEW or an Impact Wrestling or a Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling or WWE if it wasn't for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So everything he's done for the wrestling industry, the professional wrestling industry, the sports entertainment industry, whatever you want to call it, over the last 40 years, I personally thank you, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Um, Ride off into the sunset. Enjoy your retirement. Um, And I've never been more happier than to uh, welcome Mr. Hunter Hearst Helmsley back into creative because what he did with the black and gold NXT will hopefully translate into Raw SmackDown and NXT 2.0. And man, that excites me a lot. Leland or Cyrus. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with everything Joe said. I think it may not be a ride off in the sunset for him because everything I'm reading real sports is about to just absolutely bury him. So it's not going to be great for him. I don't think. And I mean, if the stuff's true, he deserves everything he gets. So um, with that being said, the one thing I want to happen the most, and it's going to happen, is just getting Kevin Dunn out of there. Because I said last time we were talking wrestling, I hate WWE's presentation. It's horrible. The the constant jump cuts, the constant zooming in whenever a punch is thrown, I can't watch it. it. Drives me absolutely insane. So getting rid of Kevin Dunn should get rid of that. And then I think, like Joe said, what Triple H did with NXT and what Shawn Michaels is continuing to do with NXT, I think you'll see Shawn Michaels get more involved with the two main brands as well. I mean, I I think it's a good thing. We'll see. I feel like Nick Khan was brought in to help sell the company. So we'll see if that if the company stays in the McMahon family, 
I mean, does a big streaming service make an offer to try to get everything for their back catalog and things like that? So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I, I agree with you, Joe. It, wrestling isn't what it is without Vince McMahon. So um, but it's a it's a bittersweet day to see him leaving the business. Yeah, I I, I just went a third. You know, exactly what Leland and, and Joe said. It's you know you to think where to think where it came from and where it is now. Vince and his family has did a, done a lot to make that happen. Even the stuff that, you know, the other promotions are doing, they have done in some form, you know, um, everything from, uh, in, you know, the, the, uh, the light show. I mean, before, remember it wasn't wrestling didn't have the backdrops, the light show, the, 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 the you know, the presentation as far as, you know, when somebody walks out, you know, all these things are now being done or being, yeah, they're, they might be getting done to a different level than what, you know, WWE was doing them at the time, but they're being done because of, because of that. So, you know, to say, you know, yes, there's some troubles that he was going through and whatever had happened, hopefully, you know, well, hopefully whatever it is, he can figure it out. They can all figure it out and everybody can move along amicably and not have to worry about, you know, anything going on in their lives. I do, I, I do agree with Leland that, you know, like we all said before, I think they need to hold, to scrub the whole thing for the most part. Leave your main guys in, let them bring people in that are going to um, move the company forward and figure out how to work other things out. And I think what happened was, I think Dunn is one of those guys that just needs to go. Again, he's been he's been there long enough, and it just wasn't working. I mean, you change the brand in NXT to a different color. Again, nobody's disputing it; it's still thriving. But you know, to to change it from what it was because it was supposed to be a breeding ground for the for you to to come in, start up, get your feet wet, then go up. Right? That was the whole. That was the whole deal. Right. Because you weren't going to get the exposure. Yeah. It was about, you know, it was about developing the guy. It was about <laughs> developing the character, about developing stuff. And, you know, to, to switch it to what it was, not that it's not great now, but, you know, there's some guys that clearly should have stayed down here that you moved up. And it, you see it hurt. Especially it hurt the product because you had, you had people that were clearly on the next two levels that were just, that should have stayed. And you right. wind up letting them go because you said, let's move these guys up. We're going to need to be, you know, so yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, from there's so many different things. Like, you know, if you think about what Vince has done for the company, he's made it a spectacle spectacle. Mm -hmm. So think back to the old, if you guys remember in the nineties, that movie beyond the mat that came out, mm -hmm. where he, I, I vividly always think about, he goes ahead, he's talking to cameraman, he talks about the real goal of what the World Wrestling Federation was to be. He takes his sip of his water. He starts to gurgle it and he goes, it's to make movies. And he got he made that happen with everything that he's done. You, you know, you have these guys that are bonafide stars from guys like The Rock, John Cena right now. They're in like Batista. They're they're in big time movies nowadays because of what they started in that product. So the fact that he was able to do that is absolutely incredible. Um, what you guys mentioned about things that are probably going to change, I'm happy to see what type of things that Triple H is going to start opening up. 
if you remember from the original NXT, you know, Triple H was the first person to start giving women actual matches and actual time to work to show that they can work. He was he focused on an actual tag team division. He brought up guys and made them look like superstars that maybe quote unquote, as Vince would say, they weren't larger than life. He he made guys that were, you know, guys that looked like us and he made them into stars. And we can go on a list about who those guys are. Now, is he going to bring that to the product up here? Is he going to keep that down there? We'll see what happens because I definitely think, you know, the one thing I hate hated that they're doing is they take people from NXT, develop them, you feel their character, you invested into that character, then you go up to the main roster and they throw them in there like some sort of joke. Like the first thing I think of is Pete Dunn, the Butch. <clears throat> and then from uh oh my gosh, he's now Gunther now, but they changed his freaking name. Walter. Walter. Yeah, Walter. Like, why? Why are we doing this? He's perfectly fine the way he was. Why are you changing their names? We know him as Pete Dunn. It's did, not like did, the old days. Hey Kev, where, just, yeah. just Kev, just put that out. Did you notice that he made him he made him cut he made him cut twenty pounds? Made him and um Luke. Now they call him Luke now. If I, I forget his name because they've called him Luke. I've called him Luke so much the last couple of weeks. But they made him and Luke would cut their weight. Got rid of the, got rid of uh got rid of Vinici. Yeah, and didn't keep it together. And they changed the whole music, which totally threw the whole vibe off. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I think with. With Walter specific, I know he was having some health scares during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what led him to drop it. I think he's dropped over 60 pounds, actually. Yeah. Um, Crazy. It looks great. He's doing great. Um, but I think, and I could be wrong, but the music he was using and the Walter name were kind of like what he was using on the independent circuit. And uh, WWE, WWE can't make money off of independent circuit stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like when everybody leaves, the, Brian Danielson was Daniel Bryan. It's his name. Leaves, he goes by his mm-hmm. real name again. You know, the that's why Adam Cole was never brought to WWE because he doesn't want to be Butch. You know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. what he would have done if they, if they brought him up. They would have changed his name. Um, but yeah, so I... I I actually like what they're doing with Gunther. Um, yeah. Not necessarily the blatant Russian slash German racism thing they got going on and the <laughs> yeah. screaming and whatever Eastern European language he's screaming in. But he's one of the best, best wrestlers on the planet right now. So I like that. I like what they're doing with him, though. Yeah. We'll definitely see what happens uh, with Nick Khan and Stephanie as CEOs. I'm definitely, you know, you, I think Leland, you mentioned, you know, he's probably going to prep it to sell, but mm-hmm. you know, right. the one of the things I you back on that real quick, Kev, go ahead, go ahead. Do you guys know who Nick Khan grew up with, who his best friend is? No, right. I have heard that he Wayne is, Johnson, the rock that, yup. Wow. They grew up in Hawaii together. Mm. Okay. Nick Khan's little sister is the brains behind seven Bucks Productions, like his production company, mm. to the point like there were, there literally like the Rock treats her like a little sister, and not only are all these Rock Roman Reigns wrestling WrestleMania rumors still swirling, but 
with Vince stepping out, if the McMahons sell, you know who has the money to buy WWE? Dwayne and, The Rock Johnson. I was just literally going to mention that. Is this a setup for Nick Khan to go ahead and go to his buddy Dwayne like, hey, you want this or do you not want this? You, he, he can literally he, he can he can literally have it on a silver platter. His grandparents, if you watch Young Rock, his grandparents were promoters. His mom was a promoter. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for him to have his own promotion with XFL. He he owns XFL, which yeah. is WWE entity, a Vince entity. Yeah. So like it's like you might as well just have all of it at this point. It is a very interesting thing for real. Let me see what else I have. Speaking of, you know, other changes, going TV 14, taking away the PG. What do you guys think is going to be the biggest effect of that? I think, in my opinion, you know, we're going to start to feel a little bit of that, give us a little bit of that Attitude Era flair, but not all that crazy other stuff that we had back then. What do you guys think about the TV 14 change? I think language is the biggest thing you're going to see change. Uh, yeah. I don't expect there to be more blood or anything like that, but I I think not to the level where AEW uses cursing and things like that, mm-hmm. but I, I would expect language to be a change on Raw. Now on SmackDown, I don't expect any changes since it's on network TV and not cable, mm-hmm. but I think you will see a change on Raw. Yes. Yeah, just the language. I, WWE has gotten so far away from the crimson masks of bleeding Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something you're if they're not going to bleed in a hell in a cell match or, or something like that if we're not going to get Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar bloodied up this weekend in a last man standing match for all the gold you're never going to see it in no. WWE whether Triple H whether Shawn Michaels whoever's running behind the scene but yeah I, I agree with Leland I think the language could change a little bit I think they could kind of do a little more suggestive um, commentary, suggestive images on the screen, but again, like the point you made about what Triple H has implemented with the female wrestlers and the female superstars, we don't have Sable and Trish Stratus walking around anymore. We have Asuka and Becky Lynch who could literally beat all five of us up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Cyrus, any thoughts? Uh, I, I, I just, I agree with Joe and Leland. I think more is probably going to be more the language than anything else because i think what we, i think the point i think the thing that was lacking going lacking during this pg area area was the language because you could tell like some because he's just like yeah some of it's kid friendly and i get it you know around eight or nine o'clock you obviously ain't going to say anything too crazy right but i mean after nine o'clock i would expect you to, to hit any some sort of you know you know, next time you turn around, I'm going to stick this up. You know what? I, I mean, something that's going to because you would see some guys would sit there and say something. You'd be like, really? That's that's what you said. That's what you're really saying. Like it's and that was the hell was the whole turn off of the show. You're like, oh, hold on, man. Like you're talking. This guy's gotten all ra- got all ra- got all raised up. Oh, I'm going to. Then he goes and says something really like weak or or, or no, something like that. It's like, OK, I, I, I think the one thing is, is that I think also they may not necessarily go for the whole full crimson mask so i remember yesterday the street prophets wrestled last night and it looked like uh montez ford got a little bit bloody on his nose and normally they do a cutaway at the scene 
where you you don't see him anymore for a bit, where the referee is like patching him up, and you didn't get that on Monday. So I feel like if blood happens now, I think you know they're gonna be like, all right, it's there. They can like talk about it. Um, they they're not gonna have the full crimson mask, but I feel like they're not gonna be as sensitive as they were if blood were to just rant randomly appear do well, i think they, we're gonna yeah, see any yeah. blading like we had in the old days no eh, no all righty so next up speaking just we're talking SummerSlam. so this weekend it's gonna it's gonna happen we got a couple matches that are out here what match do we think is gonna steal the show let me know if you guys want me to read off the card i got i got the card too if you guys need it um, steal the show. I, I've been really impressed with what uh, West Virginia's own Pat McAfee has been doing in the <laughs> ring. Yes. And although I care next to nothing about this matchup and what Happy Corbin brings to SummerSlam itself, Pat McAfee is an athlete. Although he's just a punter, he is an athlete. And I remember the match he had in NXT with Adam Cole where mm-hmm. he hit a moonsault or a something or other off the hit top the rope. Hit uh, off off the top of the cage. Off the top rope. Off the... Yeah, give me more of that. McAfee at WrestleMania was a great match as well, him in theory. Um, I'm, I'm about it. I, I Could it steal the show? Yeah, because the, the crowd's going to be hype as all hell. Um, you know, that Tennessee, West Virginia area of the country rides for McAfee. Mm-hmm. Um and and I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great I think it's gonna be a great match. Yes. Leland's yeah, that would be my pick too. Uh, if I'm going away from that, I think um, Bobby Lashley in theory could steal the show because I wasn't real high on theory when he first came up, but I am now. I think he's as good as it gets for a young guy. So I could see him and Lashley stealing the show. I think that'll be an actual pretty good match because can still go. Even though he's starting to get up there in age, he's still damn good. In yeah, the ring. I love me uh, some face Lashley. I, it's cool. Nice to cheer for him for once. But Cyrus, yeah. what about you? It honestly, I, I I'm going to, I'm going totally off board only because it's a homegrown girl. I think that I think the Becky Lynch match with with Bianca Belair is going to take the show. And, and the reason I say that is because it's been brewing for a couple months, and I think they kind of played this right. It's been brewing for so long that it's just it, – it's they're going to give everything, every move, every every move, every remove re- re- to your move, every catch can can. Everything is going to be thrown after. There's going to be nothing that's going to be left after because they they fought each other. Would this be the third time, right? My, my kind of, yeah, third yeah. time. So this be the rubber match out of the two. So you know it's going to be, and plus it's in. I'm Bianca's about is going to wind up winning because she's in her hometown. Going to let her lose it in the hometown. So she's going to win, but it's going to be a barn burner. Just because you can tell, it's going to be her coming in with the glass, with the glam, you know, family around. You know she's going to give it all. You know Becky's sitting there fuming, and it's been so that's going to be like that. Mm, it's I mean so. If they get it to start out, it's going to go off in a bang. If they get it right in the middle, it's, it'll just raise everything up. Um, it, you know, it just, just sucks that it can't be the main event of SummerSlam, which would be nice to see that, but I don't think it would happen. You know, yeah, I think you got to. I think you have to start off with that match. Mm. Um, I, 
she's the hometown favorite. She's going right. to be, you know, she's going to be wearing some glitz and glam, glittery volunteer orange outfit. She's going to get the pop. She's going to, I do expect her to go over. I think she'll win. That's the way that it should be. But, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I don't really want to talk too much about specific um, wrestlers, Kevin, because the draft is still later ah, in this episode. I, know. <laughs> I, really, I really don't want to mention names. There's a lot of names that are on this card. And, and so, yeah. Be on this card that I don't want to talk about, you know. Yeah. I'm 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 done talking about summer. Okay. So, well, well, I'm not gonna lie. If you guys saw, for some reason, I got kicked out of the damn chat. So, but I will say the one match that I am intrigued about is going to be the. I won't say their names. You'll know who they are. But the SmackDown Women's Championship match is a name that I'm looking at. I want to make sure that the champion retains Agreed. because if they turn it into a five-minute throw-around fest and she loses, I will throw my laptop across the room because I cannot have that I don't happen. think You know what, Kev? I don't think that's going to happen only because... I don't think so either, but yeah. you know, you never know what happens. Yeah, I, I, but I, the, reason I, the reason I say I don't think that's going to happen is because they've been waiting so long to push that narrative with that person mm-hmm. that... The other person is going to be around for the for and going to be around. And somebody just just thinking out loud, somebody is coming back from their honeymoon. And mm. that person going into said SummerSlam, the next couple of minor pay-per-views, to get a little bit more pop, because again, you know, you you're trying to trying to fit back in women's tag team belts. Um, Cora Jaden just through the NXT tag team titles to the side you're trying to get all that stuff trying to get back in line i can see something like that happening you know last minute somebody coming in bang just knocking her out letting the person letting the person keep the belt loving to have that rivalry at least for another you know year and a half until it culminates and somebody taking somebody's belt or unifying both of them again just like that room ring so uh, listen i don't want to speak for all of you gentlemen but I don't think any of us are going to draft Ronda Rousey. So I think we could say her name. Okay, yeah. Ronda Rousey. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with that being said, the rumor is she's also going away for an extra few months to spend time with family and potentially try and pop out another kid. Right. Um, I wouldn't – we could, we could say Charlotte. Charlotte's been drafted already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other name I'm hearing a lot about potentially as a run-in in this match or the Bianca match is Bailey. Where has Bailey been? Mm-hmm. We could see her come back. Um, you know, we, we saw Sasha and Naomi walk out months ago. Yeah, They've never officially been released, so they could potentially come in. Imagine ba- uh, Bianca comes in and, and and just gets her ass kicked by Sasha again and causing that matchup to, to brew back up. Um, but my only concern about the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Kev, is this might be a pre-show match because the rest of this card... Obviously, the Mysterios versus Judgment Day, I think, is going to be pre-show. Mm-hmm. But what else are you going to, you know, cut for, for time? You know, you don't want to cut any of the title matches. Yep. McAfee versus Corbin is guaranteed on that show. Guaranteed on the card. Mm-hmm. Riddle versus Seth is guaranteed on the card. You're not going to cut Logan Paul. He's nope, the biggest he's name, the money guy. Biggest mm-hmm. influencer that's going to be in the ring that night. That may steal the show, too. 
because he was awesome at WrestleMania. Yeah. I just don't like him. Um, no, me too. No, hey, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, as much as nobody likes him. Yeah, yeah. But my concern is you're going to see Liv versus Ronda at 7.45 at night, and it, it could be a quick 10-minute match or less in either direction. So regardless, I'm, I mean, card or, Joe, you know, Joe, it could be, it could be, uh, it could be, you know, the first half of the, uh, could be a mid-card first half of the first half of the first half of the first hour. And what you could do, like you said, because they're going to be a run-in, about, about five, maybe about, about, say like say like 13 minutes in you know you could feel it getting ready to come to an end you can have that running of bailey or whoever it is come in and you know they'll dq it up on both sides and you know then that then it'll keep one will keep the belt ronda will go off or do her thing maybe you know maybe they'll give her some sort of injury because they've been working on her knee lately they'll say her knee's been hurt and she's probably gonna be out for a while and you know which, which, I mean, which again, in all, in all, she, she might be getting the Brock Lesnar treatment as far as coming in and out of work. You know, listen, you get to do a couple, couple of, of months of promotion work here, and you get to hold the title. You lose it, you go off for a little bit, you come back, you get the same thing again. We just keep rotating that around. Yep. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. listen, if for her that that probably works because I mean, you don't need to have her around all the time, like I said, to get that pop. You just need her to come back, and then you know she's there. Yeah. All right, cool. So with that, I'm not gonna lie. I had one or two more things, but I really not gonna lie. I really want to get the draft going. <laughs> so we'll save that for next time, or if anything, we have time, we'll bring you back for anything we missed. But so, guys, it is round three, round three of our drafts, our matchups. So we have our matchups. We've got champions. Now we're trying to build in this roster. So, you know, as we all know, the rules each time we're going to pick a world guy that goes after your world championship, tag team championship, women's championship, your mid card, and then your young slash up and coming wrestler, any wrestler not a lot of people know about. And I gave everybody an additional pick this week. So you guys can go wherever way you want. But before we start, (laughs) two things. So do I want to determine we could have Merritt pull out of a hat last, like last time, or do we want to use the same order as before? No, because weren't, weren't you first both rounds? Kevin? I was yeah, he first. Was. Yeah. Was first so, Merritt, we need you to do one last thing for us. You can uh, go ahead and pick our order. That would be amazing. Okay, I'm going to pick it. While he's picking the order, do we want to announce the trade? Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so what do we got? Okay, so earlier this week, I've made it my absolute job to secure uh, a a highly coveted asset for the Mush Squad Pro Wrestling Association. Um, And when you sent the rosters out, I saw that Leland had them on their roster, on his roster. So I I had to pull the string. I had to make the trade. Um, and I sent to Leland MJF and the Young Bucks for Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler FTR. And not only am I so happy that FTR is now a part of the Mush Squad Pro Wrestling Association, but I myself am rocking 
the cash wheeler. Little, little, little. Oh, damn it. Little mud flap. I got the mud flap. Let's go. Mud flap going on. Joe, that's not a good look, bro. No, no, I love it. Seven star FTR, baby. Oh, my God. So, wait. So, uh, so let me just make sure I got this right. So, Joe gets MJF for his mid card division. I, I Young get Bucks. Him. And the Young Bucks. I correct? get MJF and the Young Bucks. Yes. Yeah. Leland, you get MJF and the Young Bucks. And Joe gets FTR. Yeah. And since I added two people, I'm going to slot MJF in as my mid card one here. Well, okay. So you are going to have MJF as your mid card. Yeah, selection. just to keep everything even. So we have the same number of people. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Let me go ahead and, do, 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 and put that in for him. Mid card. So Leland. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Fuck. How did I screw this up already? Jared, I swear to God, if Kevin gets first again. <laughs> what if what if you're first? <laughs> I don't think Joe will care. <laughs> Joe Mack is Joe first. Mack is <laughs> Let's go. I feel like I know where he's going to go, too. A lot of ways. Watch to- me. Watch me get last. I can't wait. I hope you're like third, so you're dead smack in the middle. Oh my god! All right. Well, this one says Kevin. I can read through it. I, I'm sorry. I'm second. Leland third. And that means Cyrus, you are last. Cyrus Uh, is last. I knew that was coming. Hey, you get the back to back. That's not bad. No, no, I, 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 it's not bad. I felt that coming. I felt that coming. I <laughs> it's all because of the stuff you were saying at the beginning of the episode. You just screwed yourself. Just I know, right? <laughs> Leland, that's how much I love you. I mean, hey. see that? <laughs> Mary, I, I got nothing but love for you too, man. I know, me too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kevin, I have a question. Yes, sir. When drafting a tag team slash stable, okay, is there a maximum number of people? So if I were to draft, the, I'm not going to, and I don't, I'm, I don't want to say the name, but I'm trying to think, the Dudley boys from back in the day. Would I get? Oh, so you get Bubba, Devon, and Spike. Spike. Or is it just the main two? So, very great question because I was going to put it out to the audience. If you would like to go ahead and pick a stable as your tag team, you have to keep it at three. Free bird rules. Okay. Oh. So I don't know if that changed anybody's strategy. It definitely changed Cyrus's strategy. You can see him right now, just sweating. But bullets. I will, I will allow up to three per uh, tag team slash stable. It doesn't necessarily change my strategy, but my thought process now has changed because I was gonna, I was gonna do, I was gonna do. There was a couple stables that I was thinking that are still around that 
cover a couple of different promotions that would just work its way out. But if it's only three, it's fine. It means still, right. yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. That being said, I will not be drafting a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> I will be drafting um, for my championship area of challengers. Um, the current Ring of Honor World Champion, Claudio Castillo. I freaking knew it. Ah, <laughs> I knew it when I saw the shirt. That was the first pick that I was going after. Okay, that changes my whole strategy up right now. All right. Another so. member of the BCC, baby. I like it. I like it. All right. So Joe Mac is has Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> All right, and I, I guess I'm on the clock, huh? Yes, sir. You are. All right. You're also frozen. Yes, you oh, are. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I can hear you. Okay, well, I will go ahead until hopefully I recover at some point. But, so, my first championship that I am going to. Oh, and he's gone. He's gone. All right, so he forfeits his pick. <laughs> Kevin loses. Even better, even better. Merritt, make the pick for him. Yep. <laughs> I got um, Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock still, Brock still well, out a good there. Pick. John Cena? Nope. No, I already picked him. Oh, I'll trade you Brock, Brock Lesnar for John Cena because he's a Massachusetts boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, while he's out, I'm going to get some water real quick. Okay, yeah, what the heck, Kevin? Why does he do this to us? His internet just like die? What you, who is his internet provider? <laughs> I don't know. Problem. I my mine started freaking out earlier, and I was like, oh, it's because I'm trying to do too many things on my Wi Fi in my wife's home. So that might have been it too. So I'll text him. Oh boy. You want me to text him? I got him right here. You want me to text him too? Or yeah, I sent him a text. He said it says his notifications are off right now. So he's, he's so screwed. Like Kevin. My gosh. Everyone that's listening, this is poor quality. I'm so sorry. This is live this, <laughs> this is live television. This is live podcasting. <laughs> this is what you get from us. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Let's see. And you talk. You talk about my fumbles. Oh boy! <laughs> Here's the thing: is we made a joke about this two weeks, three weeks ago that this hadn't happened. It happened to me, and now this has happened to him twice. Oh, he says he's coming back now. Well, while we're waiting on him, merit, I'll show you this. I wore the shirt for you, buddy. Oh, I love it. Oh, I it's love nice. It. Yeah. Did you get that from um, that shop? The yeah, from Home Field. Yeah, Home Field. Thank you. I'm like yeah. the old school shop. Yeah, that didn't. You know, it's not right. Yeah, yeah. I realized that in the past, like two or three years, I've spent something like six hundred dollars at Home Field. Holy shit! I've spent really? like yeah. forty. I've spent like fifty. It's not a good obsession, but yeah, I have okay. shirts from all kinds of schools. I my favorite college website yeah i found yeah. i found um i found it i found one um called 19 oh called yeah 19 that's... nine they do 
Yeah, they do all like the retro shorts and mm-hmm. the retro uniforms and stuff like that. There's but the kicker is the paint, like, yeah, mad expensive. expensive bro. I, yeah. They had some West Virginia shorts, and I was like, ooh, I want those, but they were like 90 bucks. I went, no, guys, no, no, no. Yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, hey, Kevin, you're back. Hey, hi, Kev. All right, so I'm like on my phone now because my entire damn thing decided to freak out on me, but that's okay. Um, so as I said <laughs> before, I got completely interrupted. Oh my so, god, this is hysterical. For my sorry, sorry guys. I shout out to my computer for suck. <laughs> so, Hot Mess Express coming in. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. But so can I make my pick so we can keep going? Yes. We're Wait, waiting. Yes. I'm going with my women's division. I looked at who I currently have. And I need somebody that can throw my people around. I have Thunder Rosa. I have Sasha Banks. I have Roxanne Perez. I'm going with the most friendliest alien ever in Chris Statlander. I like that pick. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I, I, I loved her little thing that she did. She's trained by Brian Myers from New York. Big fan of hers. So definitely... I need somebody in my women's division. So who do we got it? We got yep. Leland, you're up. I'm next, going sir. with my uh, main event, like world championship picture and going with Kazuchika Okada. Nice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice pick. Yeah. I mean, easily a top five wrestler in the world right now. It, New Japan's best asset. Um, I was disappointed he didn't get his time to shine at Forbidden Door because of the Adam Cole injury. But, you know, injuries happen. Not much you can do there. But mm-hmm. even when he was, even before Cole got hurt, I mean, Okada's just fun to watch. He's a blast to watch. So it, he's my world championship pick. The, the thing about Okada, I feel like I've been watching him for 15 years. Oh, yeah. And he's 33 years old. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, he's my age. I feel like I've been watching him since I was in diapers. Yeah. He's, he's so good, man. I could watch anytime he's he's in a big match. Yep. He had uh a match, I want to say maybe at um, Wrestle Kingdom last year with Shingo, and <laughs> they just went, bro. Like, they both, uh, it was, yeah, yeah. Okada, I praise you for that pick, man. Yes. And I have Kenny Omega in my um, roster already, so yeah. why not repeat the magic they've had? Yeah, yeah that's a hell, of a, a hell of a pick right there. Cyrus back to back, man. Here we go. So, um, I'm going to go with my, uh, I'm going with the new tag team. Um, I can't remember the name. I'm really drawing the blank. I'm having the long, it's been a long day today. Uh, Will Allspray's group, the, uh, the two guys that were United United Empire. United Empire. That's what it is. United. I want United Empire as my tag team champions. To go along They're with the good, rest. Of them. Which which guys of United Empire? Well, the Os- Osprey's off by itself. So I just the just the it was, it's the other. Oh, damn it! Like uh, that's Great o- Great O'Con and uh, Cobb. Great o- Great O'Con and, and Jeff yeah, Cobb. it was Great O'Con. It was great. Yeah, because Cobb came over because I seen him on AEW first. And I started watching some mm-hmm. of the New Japan stuff. So it was Cobb and uh, it was Gob, It was Cobb and Khan. Cool. That were the two that cool. I was looking at. That's a, yeah, that's a hell of a pick because I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb. Born and raised in Hawaii, worked his way up through the Indies, 
and happened. He would always travel every weekend to California to try to get noticed. And now he's going to Japan like all the time. That's a good, that's a hell of a pick, Cyrus. He's just a beast. Like, well, you know, the funny thing is, like, I wasn't really like, I really don't watch New Japan that often. I mean, obviously, it comes on every obscure every I'm in. So when I happened to see him, I was like, hold on, I've seen him before. So I went back and actually just started watching. I was like, holy shit, they're talented as hell. He was Jericho's hitman against MJF, I think. Yes. Um, Was it MJF or Moxley? No, it was Moxley. It was Moxley. He was Yeah. Yeah. Like his uh, hired hitman. I like that. Yeah. Right before the pandemic. And then that kind of went away when COVID hit. Yeah. Cyrus, what's what's the second one? I'm I'm dying in anticipation here. (laughs) So... For for my world champion, I, I figured I wanted to I wanted to go with some lineage here, you know, and I wanted to go with some fresh meat. So I, I wanted to go with the wanted to go with the bomb breaker. Ah, some fresh meat, some fresh meat in there. You know, I got a bunch. I got a, I got a, I got Seth Rollins. I got I got Bobby Lashley. Some fresh meat in there. As quick as as quick as Roz and as strong as as strong as Lashley. Give him a little work. I like it. Yeah, I think he's going to be a star. I mean, he already is, but I think he's going to be a massive star. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think working with I think working with him and his his dad and uncle made it so, just made it so much more easier for him. Like he mm-hmm. didn't have to go to some wrestling factory, learn three thousand steps or whatever. He came in. They taught. They probably taught on the ropes at like fourteen, fifteen, and it just made it even better once he once he uh once he just stopped playing football he's like hey listen this is what i'm gonna do i get a lot yep yes all right for my pick um i'm going to my tag team division and i read through the list of everyone we picked multiple times just to make sure these guys haven't been picked um i'm going to go with the usos yeah they they just keep getting better they they keep getting better and better just continue to dwindle and dwindle. <laughs> oh my God, that's a good pick. That you- <laughs> they, were on, they were on the short list, Leland. If they got to me on my snake back here, they would have been mine. Believe me. Yeah. Yep, they were. I was gonna take them next. All right. So my hey, any, any chance they lose? To I this don't think. my prediction. Mm, yeah. I think we're gonna get a separation of Dawkins. And Tez. Yeah, I think so too. They're going to push. I, 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 I think is. I think that. I think they're going to. I think going to wind up sort of like the in the new day in the sense like they'll still oh, still be cool. They'll still be together, but Dave Tez already said he wants to win the title. Dawkins said he he wants to expand his role more. I, I guess I I don't know how he he said it some sort of way the last time he talked about it that he wanted to expand his role more. I guess maybe. You see them now do a lot of the over the top stuff, over the top rope now. Before he wasn't the last couple last year or so, he wasn't doing it. Now he's starting to. So maybe he wants to get into that role of trying to be a little bit more, you know, acrobatic in the stuff that he does. Because remember, he was the power man in the group, right? right. Now Chez put on. He's now he's the Chez is like two twenty easy with weight. He's jacked, you know, and you could tell now he wants to be able to take that pounding for twenty minutes and you know, put it up for, yeah. I, honestly, I would like to see him maybe hold like that, that United States title first. If they were to give him a title, anything, the United the States title. Back, send him to the moon. Yeah. yeah. 
absolutely. They, they made a mistake not putting Montez in the money in the bank because yeah. he could frog splash from the buck top top rope and right. probably touch the, the briefcase. Yeah, now. right. They got to they got to strap the rocket to his back and and turn him and Bianca heel at the same yep. time. Right. Oh my goodness. That like was heel, heel married couple holding the gold. Come yep. on. Come on. Love it. All right, so I'm up next. So, I'm going to fill my I'm going to fill my the world champion spot for me. And part of this is in who else I have on my roster. Um, I'd like to think I will swerve in my glory and I'm going to take <laughs> B as my world champion. I already have Swerve Strickland as a part of my mid card team. So I technically already set up the tag team. My, uh, <laughs> shout out to Meredith in the chat, chatting Brock Lesnar. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm going with uh, Keith Lee. All right. I like that. Now I got back-to-back, right? Yes, sir. All things, ladies and gentlemen, all things are coming up. Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, my gosh. I already know. With my up-and-coming and and filling out the final spot of my faction, the Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Wheeler Yuta. Love it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. So now I have all four members, and I have Regal. Shout out to William Regal as well. Mm-hmm. My championship picture is Moxley, Brian, and Claudio, two of which are current heavyweight champions, and they're all in the same stable. And any two of my four can be a tag team. So um, speaking of tag teams mm-hmm. and stables, I'm going to go with, for my tag team division, the House of Black. Ooh, Ooh fantastic. You're taking on that one. Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. Yeah. All three of them okay. with the Freebirds rule. Love it. I love that pick. That is that is a very nice pick. Yes. Um, so for mine, speaking of, I'm gonna fill my tag team division as well. And I noticed through my entire roster, I don't have anybody that's like a genuine good guy. Like I have a lot of guys that are really big tweeners. I mean, I have the Hardys, but then I don't. But then right now I have one half on the shelf right now, and then I don't know what Matt's doing right now. So I'm gonna take them because they should be taken. They're popular. They'll, I'll be able to sell merch, and one of them has a great video game channel. So I'm gonna take all three members of the New Day: Biggie, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. I need some faces on my roster. I, I can't go wrong with the three of those guys. And when Biggie comes back, I can't wait because he'll have he'll come back with a huge ovation. He they said he uh they actually they had an update they had an update the other day I was reading. He is he is not totally back yet, but mm-hmm. they said right now he will be able to go behind behind closed behind behind the curtain, help out. Um he will be doing some light work, I guess they say. I guess maybe I, I don't think he's going to be getting taking any bumps or any punches or anytime soon. But you know, obviously he'll be, I guess, in the mix. You know, everybody got to come out, scramble, get everybody out, get get break them up. You know, he'll be that guy that you know push the people apart or whatever. But 
they said he'll be back to work as far as being being in the arenas and stuff like that soon just to help out. So that's, that's good, good to see, though. That's good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's- so with my extra pick, and I'm going to slot him in mid-card probably, but I could see him being a main eventer too. He has been. Um, I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy. Oh, okay. And I, I know Orange Cassidy is considered a gimmick wrestler. But – if you go back, I think it was maybe three or four weeks ago on Rampage, his match with, or no, it, I'm sorry, it was on Dynamite. His match with Ethan Page was an incredible match because the entire story of the match was Orange Cassidy wanted to body slam Ethan Page and couldn't. And he got the win with just a regular body slam when he finally body slammed Ethan Page. And it was one of the most entertaining matches I've seen in forever. And it was really just a throwaway match. It was there to introduce Orange Cassidy, bringing back his indie entrance music. But it was just such a well-designed match where that was the big thing. He just wanted to body slam Ethan Page. And when he finally did and got the win with just a simple body slam, I, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I love it. All right, Cyrus, what we got? So I'm going to go my my women's division. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with that bitch. I'm going to go with Jade. Cargill. Hey. Gonna go with her. Gonna go with her. She's she's uh she she's for she's it's I thought I thought honestly I thought she was gonna be a gimmick per, I thought she was gonna be a gimmick wrestler for the because when she came out with Shaq, I, I thought okay, well count with Shaq and I, I thought it was just a gimmick thing, right? But she's proven to be actually really talented, really good. So I'm going with that. Coming back around. My up and coming, I'm taking Mrs. Cora Jade. Woo, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. You got a good roster, Cyrus. Yeah. I'm trying to. The 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 G the GCW needs uh the GCW needs uh needs some uh needs some grease to it. So I'm like, so gonna I would pay a lot of money to see Sammy Guevara versus Jay White right now. Yep. 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 You have Charlotte DMD. Sign me up for that too. Yep. Sign me the fuck up for that one too. They just talk and talk and talk forever. Yep. I mean, and, and the, honestly, the thing is that I've realized this is where Vince comes in, right? Before, when before it was just wrestling, you know, you didn't really see a lot of talking. He introduced the storytelling to it as well, which made it so much more fun. And I told him, I told my wife one day, cause we were sitting to talk about, it, she goes, what is wrestling? I'm like, it's, it's a soap opera for men. Like we don't mm-hmm. have like women can, women, you could watch that crazy crap all day long. Oh, Johnny killed. No, no, no. It, this is men's version of soap opera. He goes out, hits the guy with a two by four. He gets back up. He stumbles. And then he hits the person again with the forearm dead in his face. Who does that? And I said, this is our form of soap opera. So, I like that. Love it. That's a good way to put it. All right. So I'm going to go with my up and coming now, and I'm going to take absolute Ricky Starks as my up and comer. I think he has main event talent. I'm just waiting, really waiting for him to get away from the FTW title. I don't know how they're going to do that, but he's a main eventer. He can talk. He can work. He's going to be great. Yeah, Definitely. All right, it's me up next. So I filled out my world champ. I got 
a tag team. I got my women's champ. I so I'm gonna throw it out to you. I was gonna go with my extra pick. Um, they're technically a tag team, but I would like to choose with your permission. Toxic Attraction. Go for it. I will, and that would be all three members. Fuck, Kevin. I will take Kevin. All- Kevin, 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 we, Kevin, we might have to talk about trade, man. We could talk after when we finish drafting, but we what <laughs> would like to draft all three members of Toxic. No, I veto that. I veto that. I veto that. I veto that. I, I want Gigi. I want Gigi. <laughs> I veto that. Leland, I think you should. I think we should veto that. He think has to pick somebody right. else. He, yeah, he definitely ruined my women's. I know, right? For sure. I'm so sorry. You're good with me, Kev. I got no calls. <laughs> good with me. All right. All right, cool. But if you want to talk trade, we can. And then, Joe, you're up, sir. I got two. I'm going to start with my mid card. Yet another title holder coming. To the Mushquad Pro Wrestling Association, the current and first ever All Atlantic Champion, oh, the bastard Pac. Oh, that's a good one. He also now joins the Lucha Brothers to create Death Triangle. Oh man! So I have Death Triangle versus House of Black versus FTR in my tag team division. I could run Pac up to the main event. I could run Pac versus Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, you're out here. Ecstatic with this pick. Love that. I am ecstatic with this pick. I'm going to go women's division with my next pick, and then I'll leave my mystery pick for my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, running up and down all four rosters. I don't know how this young lady has not been selected yet. Um, just came back on uh, yesterday from an injury. Mm. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Ah, yes. Joins joins Bianca and Bailey in my women's division. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So I believe I have my mid card pick left. Thank you, Merritt. You literally read my mind. That's where I'm going. So he honestly shouldn't be in the mid card selection. Um, I look at my team, my mid carders right now. I have. Adam Cole, Bay Bay. I have Swerve in your lane, Strickland. And I just feel like I'm channeling like the great days of total nonstop action. And I'm going to take Samoa Joe because I can totally see him, those three, throwing each other around, flying all over the place. He could be a good guy and a bad guy. Uh, and then just the matchups that I could have with my heavyweight division if he decides to go that way. Him versus Keith Lee. Him at Samojo and Roman Reigns. I mean, that's just that that's money. That's money right there. Leland, you're up, sir. All right. With my last pick, I'm going with my women's division. And Kevin, you and Joe both stole picks from me there. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to go with Mandy Rose as my first pick mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley as my second pick for women. But my third pick, I'm still confident with. I'm going to go with Naomi. I think Ooh. she's super athletic. I, I like the way she works in the ring. She can talk, everything. She's the full package. Love that. That's a great pick. Cyrus, you got, do you, I think you have two. 
Yeah, I have a I have a mid card and I have the surprise that are left. Okay. Uh, mid card, mid card is tough because I'm torn between two, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going with Carmelo Hayes from NXT. Nice I need one. some I need some flash in my mid card. I got a, I got a bit with Sammy and Ricochet, but Carmelo gets that 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 flash that pizzazz. You know he. He is it. He is the most technical wrestler, but he got that pizzazz with him. I like that. So take him. Uh, as a surprise, I, I was you took my surprise with Toxic Attraction. Um, my surprise is going to be Lacey Evans. Oh, okay. Now you may be wondering why I'm going with a lot of female heavy. Well, only because these girls can work a whole match. If I ever had to have a t- time when I want to get a couple of these groups together, I want to make a couple of things set up together. I got a couple of women that could c- catch their own stables too. So I like that. I like that. Thank you. Leland, you're up. What do I? Oh, it's MJF for my mid card. That was the only one uh, where okay. I didn't pick. So, all right. So yeah. that's, so I'm not up. So my young and up and coming indie wrestler. I'm kind of torn between two um, because I look at my, my the way my roster is constructed and very similar to Cyrus, I went and favored the females. You know, there's a lot of, you know, I think we have, I have a lot of great matchups that people would want to see. Sasha versus Thunder, Thunder versus Chris Statlander, then Toxic Attraction as well. Rox and the, I can't even forget Roxanne Perez, who is a young, young and up and coming star in her own, that she could match up with any of these ladies. But um, there's another gentleman that I don't know if you guys know about him because he go he works in Major League Wrestling, and I kind of have this storyline thought up that you know I have the one who is you know the tribal chief, and he needs somebody to back him up. So I'm actually going to go with from MLW, former champion, recently lost it, Jacob Fatu. Related to all of those guys uh, from the, the whole Samoan dynasty. So I felt like he could be a guy that works under Roman and, you know, they can be develop another type of bloodline. I like it. I got the last last pick, right? Yes, yes sir. sir. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell by Mary's expression. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I am going to lean into, uh, alongside all you gentlemen, the women's division. A lot of women getting drafted over the last round or two. Because um, I only have Bianca Belair. Bailey and Rhea Ripley on my roster. So I need a fourth to at least be able to get off two matches or a tag team match, two faces, two heels. This young lady, and I say young because she's still young, although she's been around for a long time, recently just parted ways with WWE. Um, I'm going to go with Paige. Paige. Oh, yes. Um, I hope to see her back in the ring. I know she had a bad injury and uh, spinal or neck or something along the lines mm-hmm. of Brian went through, but give me Paige on the roster. Hopefully she's healthy enough. If not, she'll be a bad 
ass manager for whoever she wants to be a manager for. Joe, FYI, she is she is capable of coming back and, t- and going back and taking the bumps. She, the last time they interviewed her, they had a conversation with her. She said, "Why would why did why have you not gone back into the ring?" It was because what WWE wanted her to do. She wasn't she didn't feel safe enough to do at the time. So she may she may or may not. I mean, obviously it depends on what promotion she goes to, but that was the reason why she didn't step back in because she they wanted her to do some stuff that she wasn't comfortable with in the ring. Well, at the Mushquad Pro Wrestling Association, she has full control over her narrative, whatever she wants to do. <laughs> she can have control of whatever she wants with me. Hey, oh, all right. Well, well, well. Hey, we want this okay. to be a family-friendly family show. <laughs> it is a family Con- show. I'm saying she can. She's the good. She's a good wrestler. That's all I'm saying. That is that not what you said. Uh, I said uh, she can get what she wants. Okay, she get what okay, she wants. Out podcast. We've had to do that before. So we're before. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what before, I meant. I don't think you guys take it the wrong way. Before we <laughs> uh, wrap up, I hear there's some trades that I would like to be offered. So speak now or forever hold your peace until Survivor Series time. All right, Kev, what, what, what would I need to give you in order to get Toxic Attraction? Is is it a two for three, or is it, is it a three for three? Is it one for three? What what what, what do I need to get? You want toxic attraction? All right. Let me see. Let me see what you you have. Okay. Okay. You know, I really like toxic attraction. I kind of want to keep them. Yeah, Cyrus, that ain't happening, bro. He just drafted them. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I I want I wanted them to be that. That was going to be that stable that was going to try to take out everybody, and everybody was going to pie, try to pile on top of them. But I, I, you know, I understand if Kev doesn't want to give them up. I, I get it. I, I don't, I, totally I can't understand. give them up right now because I still have plans in the works. But okay. when we come back, Survivor Series time, I can, if there, if there's, if it's not working out, then we can, uh, we can uh, assess a trade on the way. Fair enough. But anybody else? I'm good. I am ecstatic with my roster. Yeah, Yeah. I'm happy. We have a lot of different types of rosters here. Like we went as, and it's funny because I was thinking this was going to happen. So I I had all different rosters popped up on my screen. I had an AEW roster, the MLW, the New Japan, WWE, just to make sure I have everybody's names. And a lot of the names I thought that would go went. So this is why this is super fun. I'm loving what we got. Merit, shout out to you for being a trooper out here for last. <laughs> but um, if we did, did we miss anything, Merit? Is there anything else you need? Wait, well, we did. Merit is off next week. So I will what? come have to do this podcast. Somehow we'll we'll figure it out. Um, just, just get the producer on or somebody random. It does not matter. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out for sure. Um, but yeah. Merit, anything else you need to say before? Oh, do you want to do your trivia? I will do the trivia. Um, I am so excited to get out of the hot, humid weather that we have here and just go down to Aruba for a week and pop my ass in a beach chair with my Kindle, do some reading, probably burn like a, you know, lobster and get come back looking all tan and beautiful, hopefully. You know, that's the goal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably won't happen, but um, 
I'm, I know I'm leaving the podcast in a very good hands of Kevin for next week. Um, so we should be good, but for trivia, this one is a funny one. I just want to do random trivia this week and totally space that we were doing a wrestling episode until when Sunday, when Kevin asked me if we wanted to do a wrestling episode <laughs> and I didn't go back in and change the trivia. Uh, so the, when was word vomit as a phrase created? And it's from a movie. Forrest Gump. No, but I did watch that last yesterday. It was great. Is it like all right, movie wise? Is it like a movie like when we were all younger? Yes. Or what? Like, like would you say like high school or like middle elementary? Middle school to high school. Was it Mean Girls? Good job. Boom. What? Oh, Leland. You watch Mean Girls? Oh, dude, I love that movie. I'm joking. I'm joking. Dude. Who doesn't like Mean Girls? <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That is a classic. We wear pink on Wednesdays, okay? Right. That was a good one. <laughs> I dig it. Now that's that is it. That's that's all we got. Kevin, wrap us out and get us out of here. Yes. First off, before I go, I want to say sorry about all of the technical difficulties. Merit, it's it's probably all my fault again, but this time, yeah, again, it was your fault. You dropped yeah. twice. Yes, that's the first time for the podcast. So I'll figure out, figure it out. But I want to thank Leland, Joe Mac, and Cyrus for coming on the pod again. We appreciate you. Um, if you guys want to yell out any soldiers you want to follow, please do now. I'm good. Mush Squad Podcast at Mush Squad Podcast. Just at Mush Squad Podcast. Yes. <laughs> at Leland Reed, if you want to see me make fun of Marshall, because as soon as we get off here, I'm going to start doing that. There you go. Oh, Cyrus. What are- Sorry, I'm, I'm on I'm on Twitter. Just look me up. Cyrus Johnson is just I'm on Twitter. That's it. I'm do, I don't Beautiful. do nothing else. Beautiful. Speaking of Twitter, we have one. Yeah, I gotta but- give give you the login so you can do all that stuff. Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. Figure it out. Musings Manly, since Twitter gave us that name on its own. So shout out to Musings Manly. I don't think there's a number after, is there? Is there merit? No, I don't think so. Beautiful. Yes. So make sure you go ahead and listen to us on all of your streaming platforms. We got Spotify. We got Apple Podcasts. We got Google Play. If you want it, we got it. Uh, go ahead and watch us on YouTube at the at our channel, Manly Musings Podcast. Feel free to follow us on our Instagram, where I like to post little clips of our videos at the Manly Musings Pod. Follow Merit at his Instagram at Merit underscore P. Follow me at kquava624. And like they say, take care and spike your hair. Good night, y'all. Peace, y'all.